0: made it through the week. I wasn't so sure after my last episode. I just knew Jesus was going to be after me. Dodged a the bullet there. I'd like to start off with a few quick announcements. First, thanks to everyone for listening. I am blown away by how many downloads I'm getting. I hope you're all enjoying the show. I really appreciate the great feedback I've gotten so far. I especially like to thank an iTunes reviewer for the feedback. Uh, Plocrates, I think? Uh, it's Greek. I'm not sure. I don't know Greek. But I have to tell you, my name is in fact not Mr. Twang. You may call me Garthok. Lord Garthok. Although I'm not actually a lord by any standards other than I have a house on a plot of land. I would like to ask a favor of all my listeners. Please tell your friends, spread the word. Feel free to send them the MP3s or at least the link to the website. Now, on the downside, I'm going to have to cut back my episodes from once a week to once every other week, maybe even a little less. I'm just spending way too much time on this and neglecting my other responsibilities. I'm not losing interest in this, I just need to cut back a little. I'd also like to point out that it is not my intention to tell people what to think. I only want to open the issue up so people will think things through more thoroughly. If you disagree with my conclusions, that's fine, as long as you're not just taking the easy solution, like, why can't they just print more money? Again, I thank everyone for their interest, and uh, on to this episode. Hey man, have you got the stuff? Yeah, I got it right here. This is supposedly a common scene in cities, as shady characters make deals where money is exchanged for illegal narcotics. Yes, we all know there are illegal drugs. Some people think they are pure evil, while others couldn't imagine life without the joy brought by drugs. This topic is on legalizing drugs. In order to keep you from getting the wrong idea about me on this topic, I have to inform you that I am not a drug user. But I think drugs should be legalized. I have no desire to smoke pot, drop acid, or inject heroin into my veins. But i prefer if others were free to do so. Why do I want to legalize something that I don't even want? Let's find out. But I'll point out that this is not a simple issue. There is not a clear black or white, win or loser on this one. Both sides are fraught with problems. It boils down to personal belief and the lesser of evils. And when I say drugs, I want to define that. I'm referring only to recreational drugs, not Tylenol or Clobetisol Propionate. I mean substances whose main purpose is to make you feel good, regardless of your current physical or emotional state. So I'm not referring to morphine when you fracture your skull in four places, I'm referring to morphine when you and your friends are hanging out on Friday night at the Sizzler and realize you could be having much more fun than contesting the effectiveness of the sneeze guard. According to the research I did by watching daytime television commercials, drugs will fry your brain faster than you can cook an egg. Clearly they're incredibly harmful and only an absolute and complete brain dead moron would do them. Right? Right? So, why are drugs bad for you? First. You can overdose and die from many of them. I'd like to point out, the key word in that sentence was overdose. By definition, it means you did too much of it. Did you know that you can die from drinking too much water? Some college student last year was in the news from dying of water poisoning. I believe it was a kind of initiation for him to drink massive amounts of water. It's not about your stomach rupturing from too much fluid. It's just too much water in your system causes your body not to function correctly. So I'm saying water is a drug. Well, it is highly addictive, but it doesn't give you that high that some good weed would. This has been said millions of times, so altogether, anything done to excess is bad for you. In a world where drinking too much water is lethal, the argument of drugs are bad because overdosing is deadly is not valid. You can overdose on anything. Now some point out that there are first-time users of drugs that have died without an overdose. This is certainly true. I also knew a guy who was allergic to peanuts, and he's pretty much dead if you trick him into eating a Snickers bar. But yes, drugs can kill some people when they would not have harmed anyone else. I would like to point out that, just like peanut allergies, this isn't that common. I I have no statistics on this, but if it were more common, I think more people would seriously question using drugs. I mean, think about it. If you've never eaten Cheetos, and you knew ten people that died the first time they ate Cheetos, would you eat them? I'm just pointing out that this is fairly uncommon. The drug part, not the Cheeto part. Probably, the next most common argument given against drug usage is that they impair your ability to think. I would agree with this completely. They do alter your thinking. This is more subjective, though. This is based on whether you believe that having an altered state of mind is a good or a bad thing. This is for you to decide. Another nail in the coffin against drugs is that they can harmfully affect your body. They can stunt the growth of children and even cause brain damage. There has been much study on this, and if true, is a legitimate concern. But let me point out two things. Not all drugs are equally dangerous, and the results of much of this research is still in debate. So when we boil away all the fluff, we're left with two arguments against drugs. Drugs can be hazardous to your body, and they alter your mind. One of those is subjectively a problem, and the other one is not entirely absolute. Hmm. If they're so evil, why are they so popular? Why do people do drugs? According to my high school, the ONLY reason anyone ever does drugs is to escape their problems. They then informed me that when I came down from my high, the problem would still be there and would probably be worse. But what if my problem was that I ran out of study time? So I took some uppers so I could pull an all-nighter. I'm not trying to escape anything. I may be just bad at managing my time, but I'm doing it so I can continue my schoolwork. So sometimes, drugs can provide extra abilities. I'm not talking about performance-enhancing drugs, but but just good old-fashioned cocaine It allows you to stay up all night and clean your house or do your homework. It may also give you the extra boost to burn off that last gram of fat on your thigh. Sometimes your friends can convince you to do something you don't want to. We call that peer pressure. That's another reason for doing them. Maybe it's not a good one, but it it is a reason nonetheless. Some artists believe that drugs are a powerful source of inspiration. There's no problem they're running from. They're just hoping to paint the next dogs playing poker or write the next achy-breaky song. I've seen many a movie where some guy's at a party and he's scared to talk to some hot chick, so he pops some pill and a few minutes later they're off to White Castle for a late night snack. So confidence building is another reason for drug usage. Another popular reason, let's not forget, is just the sheer joy of it. Pleasure. Many drugs just plain feel good. It's not trying to escape the real world's problems any more than riding a roller coaster, going to the beach. If you like the feeling, you'll want to do it. It's pleasurable. There's probably several more reasons to do drugs, but lastly on my list for this episode is boredom. It's as American as pie and various ball-based sporting activities. I personally think that this is the number one reason for drug usage. Boredom. I, I can't be sure. When I tried to gather some statistics on this, I was repeatedly chased down by mobs of hippies. It seems some people don't want to share their drug usage habits when you're walking around in a parking lot at night holding a clipboard i not going to be way off the mark here, but when I was in high school, I grew up in an upper-middle-class area. We didn't have our fancy iPods and DVD players, and because most kids didn't have jobs, they didn't have money. Even if you did have a job with a teenage-level skill set, it probably didn't pay that much, and as a result, there really wasn't much to do. I knew a lot of people that did drugs mainly because it passed the time. You had to do something on Friday night, and everything cost money. Drugs cost money, sure. But they're cheaper than many people think. For five bucks, people could smoke a joint and be high for hours. That's cheaper than a night at the theater. But but back to my boredom. Many people spend their whole lives trying to find interests, things to do. If you're one of those people with lots of interests, you don't get this. But a lot of people simply don't know what to do with their time. I believe this is why watching TV is such a popular pastime, but that's another topic. There are numerous reasons to do drugs and none of them are a reflection of your intelligence. Some of the smartest people I know are drug users. In addition, some of the smartest people I know are not drug users. Now just to be fair, I'll point out that some of the dumbest people I know are drug users and some of the dumbest people I know are not drug users. Intelligence and drug usage have nothing to do with each other despite what Ms. Reagan says. So those are some of the reasons why people do drugs. They're currently illegal. Let's think about what would happen if they were made legal, just for the fun of it. Let's say they're made legal in a similar manner to how cigarettes are made legal. Only certain places can sell them, and you have to be a certain age to buy them. I've heard everything from the world would end the very next day and the streets would be littered with aborted fetuses to mankind would finally be able to make that next evolutionary step by turning into energy beings. The colors, man, the colors! But those are extremes, and that's probably not realistic. More likely, thousands of Drug Enforcement Agency, or DEA, officers would lose their job. If they're no longer patrolling the coastlines and inner-city schools, there's no reason to have these people on the payroll anymore. This would save the taxpayers billions of dollars a year. Now, we've got many unemployed, skilled people who are trained in a fairly specific area. The only similar fields are either other government law enforcement agencies or the security guard job at Belks. Saving on taxes is good. But having so many people unemployed, that's bad. One thought could be instead of just losing their jobs, they are transferred to the Department of Homeland Security. Tracking down drug lords probably has many similarities to tracking down terrorists. This does raise the issue of just throwing more people at the problem actually more effectively solve it, as well as can terrorism actually be stopped, but that's another issue. But anyway, the loss of these jobs is something to think about. Another thing that would happen if drugs were made legal is that their quality would go up. I don't mean that you would get a better buzz for your money, but that you could control how many rat feces and other impurities were in them. I'm sure you've heard that some drug dealers try to make their drugs go farther by mixing them with other things. Sometimes those other things can be lethal. Legal drugs are currently regulated to ensure quality. Less people would die from getting a hold of some bad stuff. If you make drugs legal, everyone will be getting high all the time, right? Right? Doctors will smoke dope before surgery. NASA scientists will get high and then do some Mars rover calculations. Teachers will get high and spend all of class asking if any of the students also have the munchies. I usually go out to restaurants for my lunch break at work. Often, the waiter or waitress asks if I'd like a beer or a Long Island iced tea. I say no, I'm at work. My co-workers always reply the same thing. Alcohol is a legal drug, and I don't do it on the job. The legality of drugs is not what's preventing people from doing them on the job. It's how responsible the individual is. There are some people that currently come in high to work, even though drugs are illegal. But it's interesting that I hear doctors brought up as an example. It's not uncommon for doctors and nurses to work 12-hour shifts, get an eight-hour break, and then back to another 12-hour shift. It's also not uncommon for them to then steal some uppers from the hospital, not because they want to get high, but because they're just trying to do their job. Keeping those hours is a terrible strain. They're trying to make sure they can stay awake so that they can concentrate on their job. So to people that think that doctors are going to get high, they might already be high. But they're not all whacked out and about to fall asleep. They're taking something to help them do their job. Another thing that will happen if drugs are legalized is our insurance costs will skyrocket. If you legalize drugs, insurance costs will go through the roof as people get high and die or get into accidents. Eh. Well, if that's a valid reason, then we should stop mountain biking or motorcycling. A friend of mine almost killed himself in a motorcycle accident, and his insurance paid tens of thousands of dollars for his recovery. Another friend of mine was in an auto accident. He was hit by someone else, and it resulted in him having his hips replaced with various metal versions twice. Again, this was tens of thousands of dollars. So maybe we should outlaw anything that has the potential to change our insurance rates. Yes, that is how we should live our lives. Focus on how what we're doing affects our insurance. Let the insurance companies dictate our lives completely. Driving cars should be outlawed. Having babies should be outlawed. I bet the insurance companies could save money if they started doing genetic tests to determine how likely I am to get certain diseases. Then they could pass the savings on to me. Oh wait, unless I test positive. Then I'm going to pay more. Maybe letting the insurance companies regulate our lives isn't a good idea. But notice that I said if that was a valid reason. That's assuming that drug usage will dramatically increase and that there will be a surge in irresponsibility. I do believe that if drugs were made legal, there would be an initial spike in usage. Their illegality isn't keeping most people from doing them. But if they were legal, I'm sure curiosity and ease of availability would cause a great number of people to just want, hey, I'm going to try something new. But this is similar to when people turn 21 and they start to get drunk a lot. After some time, they taper off when they learn some of its pitfalls and it becomes less of a mystery to them. I think that's an important point. When something is taboo, it gains a certain mystery. I believe human nature is to be interested in things that you can't have. If you take away the mystery, it becomes less tantalizing. In addition to that, for many people, the expense of drinking every night is enough to make them stop. I think the same would also apply to drugs. Drug usage would rise overall. I disagree that that means society will crumble. I'll be repeating that alcohol is a drug, and it's legal. Alcohol is responsible for some terrible things, but not everyone is so irresponsible. I've yet to kill anyone from drinking. Come to think of it, I don't know a single person that has hurt anyone from alcohol. But your argument that it's a killer is very valid, and yes, there would be people driving while high. I will point out that people do this right now, and it's technically illegal, and the cops don't even have a way to test for it, so this is already a problem. Whether or not it's going to go up or not, I'll concede that there is a potential for that. But they continue. Legalizing drugs would mean drug dealers would find themselves without a job. I'm not talking about the guy at school you know that makes some extra cash doing this. He'll just be out of the extra cash. I'm talking about the people that make a full-time living doing this. Since these people are already dealing with criminal activity, I doubt they'll take this as a sign and finally get that degree from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting and become a shock DJ. I suspect they'll just switch their energy to other illegal activities. Drugs are quite lucrative, so I suspect most would take a serious pay cut. In addition to having the DEA officers out of jobs, you're going to have the dealers also looking for new career opportunities. I honestly have no idea how this would play out. I don't really know the profile of this person. Would they switch to prostitution? I suspect many already dabble in that, and there's only so many people looking to pay for sex in a given area. Would they switch to theft? Would they form a union and eventually turn into an organized crime, a.k.a. mafia? I honestly can't fathom this. I'm not exposed to people in their situation to speculate on how this would affect their lifestyle. I'm just not qualified, but this is an area that needs consideration. But by getting them out of the drug business, they have no incentive to get people hooked. You won't have people trying to get kids addicted to them, Instead, you'll have coke ads saying free hit of acid with each six-pack purchase. Hmm. A multi-million dollar advertising budget versus some guy trying to sell you something on the street. Maybe if you legalize drugs, you should also make it illegal to advertise them or have them as prizes. Next on the list of what happens when drugs are legalized? Less house explosions! If you can go to the corner pharmacy and get some ecstasy, why are you going to risk your life trying to make some in your bathtub? Well, The people making it aren't making it only because they themselves want to do it. I'm sure they do some themselves as well, but they're mainly making it to sell it. They've just been put out of business. You're not going to buy brand X ecstasy from some guy who just takes cash when you can get Philip Morris ecstasy at Kroger. But here's a thought. What if Bubba the bathtub chemist realizes he can make ecstasy much more potent than the leading brand and creates an underground market? So this guy might not be put out of business but I suspect many people will switch to the brand-name variety. There are people that make moonshine illegally even today. It's not just a grizzled 1800s prospector thing. Most people still buy their whiskey from a liquor store. If drugs were regulated, the trust gained from knowing you're getting exactly what you're paying for is significant. What's next to change? Legalizing drugs would stop drug wars. That would save lives. But what drug wars am I talking about? There's the war the U.S. has with drug lords in third world countries. So for that I mean, less U.S. officers are killed by drug lords, and less of the drug lord soldiers are killed by U.S. officers. That's probably a good thing. But there's also inner city drug wars where two gangs are killing each other and innocent bystanders in the process. I really don't know much about this. I assume the issues are really territorial with respect to selling drugs. But would legalizing drugs shut these gangs down? As I mentioned before, they probably would just switch to something else. They still might have territorial disputes. Maybe it would lessen, maybe not. I can't say. Aside from the inner-city drug wars, there's also wars between drug lords in their respective countries. I'm referring to two different drug lords in, say, Colombia, fighting each other. If the U.S. was legally buying drugs from them, they would probably still contest each other, But instead of killing each other over secretly sending in drugs, it would be over who got the contract. So the lessening of drug wars may not be as effective as it seems. But this raises an interesting point. If drugs were legal, where would the sellers get them? You might think this would open up a new market where U.S. companies could expand and become more profitable. Yes, that's certainly true. But if drugs were suddenly made legal, you'd have this huge existing market wanting their fix immediately. You'd also have a lot of people demanding drugs just for the hell of it, because it's legal now. It would take time to get companies up and running. Even if existing companies just wanted to expand into this new area, they don't have the facilities or even the natural resources for this yet. So overnight, the dealers would find themselves open for business semi-legally. Now wait, any law that legalizing drugs would require them to only be sold through certain channels, so some guy on the corner is not going to be legal. But they've already got the drugs in their hand. Now, it's no longer illegal to possess it, so people would probably have less of a problem going to the street guy and getting some of it. So you've got the street dealers still working illegally, and the demand goes up. The street dealer's supply would be emptied very quickly. This would drive up black market prices for something that's legal. This would actually make any drug wars even worse. You'd have a shortage of drugs in an industry that is run by criminals. Things could get very bad very quickly. Think about the Xbox 360 release. Microsoft didn't make enough of them up front. People were lining the streets at Best Buy and Target, waiting for them as early as 3 in the morning. This went on for weeks, at least in my area. Many people bought multiples and sold extras on eBay for astronomical amounts. You wouldn't want something like that happening in an underground illegal market where adding lethal chemicals is already a common practice to stretch out their inventory. Nah, but see, now we know what would happen. So we see that if drugs were to be legalized we need to break this into at least two phases. One, where it makes it legal for corporations to start up their facilities. After they get up their inventory and their supply chain set up, phase two is enacted, where it is now legal to sell it and an individual can possess it. So, phase one is enacted and American corporations start the process of manufacturing. Well, for some drugs, the biggest part of manufacturing is just growing a plant. Are they going to create new farms and provide jobs for Americans? Or are they just going to contract out to existing drug lords who already have the farms, the people, the crops, and the facilities? Come to think of it, wouldn't the drug lords just be better off trying to start a new corporation in America? A new corporation that is directly supplied by the drug lords themselves? That would certainly be easier and less expensive. This corporation would just basically do nothing but distribute the drugs to pharmacies and interact with the U.S. government's regulatory commission. I'm sure some American companies would start their own farms, but that would take some time. I'm not certain legalizing drugs would be a huge boost to our economy, as most of the money would probably be given to companies that were already owned by other countries. I would say at least we'd be helping a third world country, but I suspect that particular industry doesn't spread its wealth around its country like conventional industries do. But hey, just like cigarettes and booze are taxed, at least drugs can be taxed. That would provide another revenue source for the U.S. government. As I've said, I don't do drugs. I don't want to. I personally want them to be legalized. I just don't think there's anything wrong with drugs. That's not to say that elementary schools should start handing out crack pipes to kindergartners. They could be regulated in a similar manner to alcohol or cigarettes. It would be just as effective as the cigarette and alcohol regulations, meaning kids would still get a hold of them. But they're getting a hold of them anyway. At least this way, you could regulate the quality. Why do I want to legalize it if I don't think the laws will be very effective? Why do I want to legalize something that I acknowledge may be unhealthy, and I myself don't even want to use? The answer is simple. I've got a large investment in a Colombian drug cartel, and I want to become rich as Nazis. I'm joking. Nazis aren't rich. My main reason for making drugs legal is that I think it's an incredibly large waste of taxpayer money. This drug war is a battle the government cannot win. There is simply too much money in it for the drug lords to stop. And it's incredibly easy to get drugs. Maybe people who don't do drugs aren't aware of that. It's easy, and it's cheap. People think of drugs, and they think of people spending thousands of dollars on cocaine. Now, I'm out of touch on this, but when I was in high school, a line of coke was only a few dollars. I mean, that's it. You've got five bucks, and you've got a way to stay up all night making moose shadow puppets on the wall. Five or ten dollars seems to be like a price point for most drugs. That's not expensive. Parents give their children money for gas and food and a movie, and the kid easily has enough to get high and have some left over. Again, I'm out of touch with this now, but in high school, a lot of my friends did drugs, and as a result, I had access to just about anything. It is easy to get. I just chose not to get any. This battle against drugs cannot be won, and I don't even agree with the war. It's one thing to fight a war on principles that cannot be won. It's another when you don't even agree with it. Now, humanity can never stop people from killing each other. That doesn't mean we should make murder legal. But that's because we mostly agree that murder is bad. I don't think we all agree that drugs are bad. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Clearly, people are voting with their dollars saying they disagree. If you want to put something toxic in your body, you should be able to. I think most people agree that smoking is not the best thing for your body. I don't know one smoker who says, Man, this cigarette is really helping my lungs. I can breathe easier and I might enter that marathon next week. And yet, smokers have the right to put this lethal substance in their body. Drugs can be dangerous. I'm not saying that all drugs should be legalized. Yeah, maybe weed would be okay, but do you really want an 18-year-old hepped up on LSD thinking he can fly? I'm not saying all drugs should be legal. I'm sure there are some really bad ones out there that'll really tear your ass up mentally. But just as we have prescription drugs today, we could have prescription narcotics that are only prescribed for pleasure. I think you would actually want the lesser drugs to be just plain legal. Otherwise, you make it difficult for poor people to take off from work, to get a doctor's prescription, and that just creates a black market all over again. Whether or not drugs are moral is for the individual to decide. It's just like drinking, smoking, having premarital sex, bungee jumping. These are all things that can have dire consequences. Oddly, everything I just mentioned is legal. Now, there are many issues here. This is not clear-cut. I can't argue against the idea that deaths might go up. In fact, I think they probably will. So that means I'm a heartless bastard. Well, maybe. Or maybe I just have faith that we'll learn to solve that problem. My final argument is that cigarettes and alcohol hurt your body and alter your mind. If they are legal, pot, ecstasy, and speed should be legal. Any argument you make against drugs, you should be making against them. And there are many people who do make the same arguments against them. I choose to have the freedom to decide for myself. I think everyone should have the same freedom. Visit our website at logicallycritical.com. Send feedback to podcast at logicallycritical.com.